0: ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways.
1: We are currently in our Knowing series, studying in the book of John, and it's
0: that time. Let's jump right into it. All right. So thank you for joining me today. Uh, Today on the podcast, we have Britt, as well as our guest today is Scott Koob, and so we will uh, be... Just giving you a couple takeaways from the sermon today, but before that, I wanted to ask you, it's, it's Super Bowl Sunday, mm. who you got going into the game tonight. Scott, you go for it. Who, who you got
1: <laughs> who, who you thinking tonight?
0: Right off the bat, you put me on the spot.: I know, right? <laughs> So you're indifferent, it
2: looks like.: Born and raised in St. Louis, I got to go for the Chiefs. Uh, okay. okay,
1: yeah, close enough. Yeah. There you go. My reasoning, my in-laws are 30 minutes, they live 30 minutes outside of Philly. So fly, Eagles, fly for me today. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and like I said from stage today, Jalen Hurts truly is maybe my my favorite player in the league. He's oh. he's just an incredible kid that that just works. People just constantly tell him throughout his career, even back to college, like you won't be an NFL quarterback; you would be a good <laughs> N- NFL wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And he's like, watch me. <laughs> and he just and he just keeps working. I I love that guy. So yeah, fly, Eagles, fly for me.
0: Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm going with the Eagles as well. I've got a couple cousins that are uh in town here in Palm Bay that um are big Eagles fans mm-hmm. and they've got the whole garage set up that's like, you know, Eagles memorabilia off the walls and so it's so yeah, I will go I'll go with Eagles cuz I I want to see them get a get a win there. Are
1: but, they from Philly? They rough around the edges like this like the city they, of Philadelphia? Yeah,
0: I think yeah, they have yeah, extended family throughout <laughs> there and so yeah, they uh they get excited. It's a very but, interesting people. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All transparency, I should Give my disclaimer that Super Bowl Sunday typically only means one thing to me, and that is one day closer to spring training starting.
1: Spring. Oh, so baseball, baseball. guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. There you go. That's yeah. fair, though. No, that's a, I have landmarks
0: like that for me, too, like mm-hmm. for football season. Yeah. So I get it. <laughs> well, very good. So uh, Pastor Tom brought us the message today and uh, from the book of John going into. Uh, Jesus's first miracle of turning water into wine. And, um, you know, the, the first thing that he uh, well, got into was kind of that, the shekinah, am I saying that right? She- shekinah, shekinah glory. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so what does the shekinah glory of God being present mean to the Jews and also to us? What 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 did you get from it as far as that word and kind of how he he tied it into that miracle happening and everything?
1: Right. Well, I know he he mentioned a sign points to, to something else. It's a miracle that's pointing to something. Mm-hmm. And that Shekinah glory, how did he define that? Do you have that definition on there? It's like his
0: presence, um, the presence of God. Let me pull it up right here. Shekinah speaks of God's presence, God dwelling with his people. Now that the Shekinah glory resides in human form. So it's, you know, that used to be the tabernacle or the mm. uh, place where they would find that dwelling place with God. And now it's in human form with Jesus, Jesus being present. Wow. And yeah. So, so uh, incredible.
1: It's, well, for me, the first thing that comes to mind is that, that tradition of that they had to go somewhere to get to the presence of God, right? Mm-hmm. Now, just the fact that Jesus came, he died for our sins. And now we have direct access to that mm-hmm. is just incredible. Cause you hear about these stories in the Bible, people dropping dead from the glory of God, Back in right, back in those true. times, and now it's just like he's he's come and he said, "Nope, I'm, I've I've finished that. Now you can have direct access to me whenever you want it, whenever you need to tap into that." And it's just it's just incredible to me that a, a God would the creator of the universe would do that for us.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I think the <clears throat> excuse me the um you know those lucky few that were at that wedding party had mm. had the uh, had the privilege of witnessing the Shekinah glory of God. Personified right wow. in front of them, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, today, fast forward to now, it's it's our responsibility to let that shine through us to others. Right. And I, I come across people occasionally um, that it's obvious to me. You know, the glory of God is just radiating right. from them, and that's what I strive for.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and that, that kind of ties into. Another underlying lesson from this whole sermon was the obedience. Like mm-hmm. that's how, how do you tap into this? Where he he was talking about, um, he used Paul for this. He used the Samaritan woman. He, he, all these different uh, scenarios where someone was too bad or too messed up. And all we have to do is ob- that, that obedience is what kind of gets us to that point of that, that Shekinah glory shining through us is just the obedience to God and willingness to do what he's asking us to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it,
2: There's a couple of trajectories on that that mm. Pastor Tom pointed out of even... You know, Jesus, the man, obeying Mary.
1: Right. That was so
2: cool. His mother, um, honoring her Mm -hmm. request, and then the servants obeying Jesus, well, Mary, Mary's command, you know, do whatever he says. Mm -hmm. He gives them a directive, and the miracle happens.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. And and that little snippet of he addressed her as woman, right? It was kind of that, that shift of... I no longer take directive from you, it, 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 not in a disrespectful way, but I am taking my directive directly from God. Right, <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's very a cool shift in, in that moment, and that was it, right? Because that was his first miracle that he just, that he performed publicly, and and like Pastor Thomas' first miracle period.
0: Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, I, I like what you said, Scott. There about um, you know. You can see those people that really embody that Shekinah the um you know glory of God and just the way that they act, the pre- their presence and how that reflects onto others. And, you know, when we think of the Holy Spirit residing inside of us, like there's a portion of that, that that should, that should be, you know, reflected to others and you should have that that welcoming, that that presence that um, you know, makes others want to be around it and it it's very alluring. It's you know, when you think of the trad- or traditional Christian kind of older, I, I think of you know somebody that's kind of cold and somebody that's not really that you know embodying spirit and everything. I think that when we think of it that way, that really kind of shows us or exemplifies how we should be treating others and how we should pre- mm. be presenting ourselves to the the people around us. Right. Um, so he also mentions so when he he turns the water into wine, um, you know, there's these jars, and so the jars remind us of the old rituals of Judaism passing away giving way to God's new wineskins so how do we fall into the trap of our own rituals as we go through our own lives our own days and so um are there any old rituals or old christian i guess traditions that uh we get we fall into just the trap of them rather than accepting you know the new um spirit that God has given us yeah, yeah
2: I, absolutely. Um, you know, he, they're they're called jars in the scripture that he that he read today. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard him referred to as vessels, mm. and you know, thinking about what do you fill your vessel with, you as mm-hmm. a vessel, mm. what do you pour into it, and what becomes of it, you know, that's what other people are, go- are going to see is really what's what's contained within the vessel, you. Mm.
1: Yeah, right, yeah, good. and it's it's that whole idea of, of we're going to give God something. It's going to be just plain water, you know, Yeah, and God's going to pull out of that the finest of wines, the best that they could have had. Like the, and these people, you know, in that day, they drank their wine. They know what good wine is, and so for them to be able to point that out and say, and what they had before is probably pretty good wine because that's what the tradition, give the good wine first. So when they're having this, they're like, wow, this is incredible incredible line, and, and that's what the Lord does with us. We're going to put, and, and Pastor Tom hinted, hinted at it, we can give our best effort. It's not God's best effort. Right. We just have to give our best effort and he's going to pull out of that and bring out of that this fruit that just makes no sense <laughs> for what we put into it. And, and that's just, it's beautiful. I mean,
0: yeah. And then like the aspect of having, you know, the servants be the the first ones to to know about it. And so uh, one of the questions, so the servants are the first to know that the water is turned into wine. What does that tell us about who God uses? Um, I guess, yeah. How, how does that resonate with, you know, he didn't go into the, um, you know, didn't have one of his disciples do it. He didn't, you know, they they knew about him doing it, but how does that show us who God can use and and, yeah. Exemplify that.
1: I mean, he Pastor Tom hit it, he hinted, or hit it on the head. He said, There is a place for us all in this messianic era. God uses people, not position. It, so it wasn't that they were the they were the servants of the wedding. It d- didn't matter to Jesus. He said, No, we're gonna use you. And and like Pastor Tom said, it was probably just the disciples, just his mother, and just the servants that knew about the miracle. They didn't he didn't show everybody, he didn't boast about it. It just it was those servants and and through their obedience. These, these servants, everybody was affected. Everybody was changed by that, and, and it was, it's, it's cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and the willingness, you know, right. um, has to precede the obedience, right? Mm. First, you have to be willing, open, uh, in order to obey, and, you know, the servant's willingness, Mary says, do whatever he asks, mm-hmm. and they did, and, you know, that was uh, instrumental in, in the, the miracle happening.
1: I wonder what was going through their heads as they're <laughs> lugging these jars or vessels of water up to the party master or whatever his title was. And they're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like whatever yeah. you say, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And like pastor Tom said, he dips in, he pulls it out and it's wine. Like wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Right, uh-huh. right. I wonder what was going through their heads. Like,
0: right. Why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. It kind of speaks to the, um, just the power of just, you know, doing what you're called to do and, and whatever, you know, tasks that God has called you to do, just, you know, staying consistent, staying faithful through that mm. and God can do miracles that you would never think, you know, you would never, you know, expect from right. that and it's just the power of that consistency, that power of of showing up day to day and just, you know, putting it in it, it it feels it can feel like monotonous just to to go through the motions with it, but, you know, it there is such power in just that willingness and that um that consistency that you know God expects from us mm. and that you know he he can do miraculous things throughout Absolutely.
2: um well there's a there's another aspect and this is just my weird brain but <laughs> no, sitting, we love it on here sitting, that's right. we love the weird brains uh-huh. sitting in the service when he was describing the vessels the jars that were made of stone mm. and were about twenty gallons capacity, twenty to thirty. I mean that's hundred and forty to yeah about a hundred and forty pounds of water, Mm. not including the vessel. Right. So there's also work involved. Right. Yeah. True. When God moves you, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy, Mm. you know, to obey. Just, you don't know what's going to happen, but if he moves you, there's, there's going to be some work
1: involved. That's a great point. Yeah. To to think about the actual task of, of lifting that. Yeah. I mean, did it take one, two, three servants to lift a single vessel? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that is an awesome. I love those perspectives because there's always like different teaching points in like in those
0: cool perspectives. Yeah, yeah I definitely didn't think of it that way, but that definitely makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah <laughs> there's. It's not just going to be you know laid before you, it, or sometimes it will, but it, it there there is work a lot of times that that comes into that, and so yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Um. So another thing I wanted to ask is, so if God only expects my best, how does that free me? from trying to measure up to someone else's best. He kind of talked about that and, you know, how that God uses uses you and expects your your own best. But um, how does that kind of free us up from comparing ourselves to everybody else and just knowing that, you know, like you said, putting in the work, doing the best that you can do is kind of the most important thing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um, I mean, we're all obviously uh, – we're valued equally, I don't know that we're all necessarily equal in our talents, equal right. in our ability, equal. Like, for instance, perfect example, put me up next to a world's strongest man. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not lifting the same amount. I don't look, this, I don't even look like the same type of creature, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, if you will. Like, we are totally different species. Mm-hmm. But but that doesn't mean that my best, God will still take his best and my best, and he can do whatever he wants with it. He can make shoot, my best could end up going on to be more than that guy's best. You know what I mean? Just, just because I gave it all, my all. And God bless... I mean, what is the verse I'm thinking about? It's, I've been thinking about it since we've been sitting here. The God blesses the hand that toil. Is, is that is that one? Am I going crazy? Uh, I might be making not, up a scripture. i going to have to down. cut this out. Okay, I'm probably making up scripture. We're going to cut this out. We'll find it. <laughs> but it's, it's just so cool to know that it doesn't matter our ability. It doesn't matter our talent. It doesn't matter our gifting. As long as we're being obedient and giving all of ourself, God will bless that. It's a promise he gives us. He will bless that. So
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and that would, um, you know, kind of, if you think about it, for those, you know, with a physical disability, um, God's looking for the same from them, even though mm. they might not be able, to, you know, a person with no legs can't run. So he's, he's not expecting that. But right. in the other pursuits of their life, um, you know, just give your best with mm. faith, hope, and love, really,
0: yeah, and yeah it it definitely kind of uh prevents us from looking at others and like that comparison game that we all can play, and you know sometimes you can look at your neighbor or somebody else and be like well i'm I'm doing a little bit more than them, so I can kind of I don't have to do as much as you know I need to do the or this week, and so it it can kind of also be that kind of laziness when when we start comparing ourselves to to others and we we can put ourselves above them a little bit more and but God's calling us to to be our best so that he can He can use that and he can perform these miracles um you know with that in mind. Uh, just is there anything else on the sermon that really stood out to you uh today?
1: In the entire sermon, yeah. there was man, there was so much that really hit me. the 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 part that hit me the most that I even highlighted on on the stream was just that. I mean, we kind of hit it a little bit, but uh, about God uses people, not position. It doesn't matter what you've done, doesn't matter what you've been through. And I know there's hard things we go through. I don't mean to diminish that and the feelings that those that that evokes and the emotions, but but it doesn't matter what we've been through, how beat up, how bad, how how unworthy it, we are of the kingdom of God, it doesn't matter. All he's asking us to do is to be obedient. And, and, and then I love that he highlighted people in the Bible. If you're a bully and you look down on people, look at Paul. If you're a little, you got a smart mouth and you like to like a little confrontation, look at Peter. If you, you know, there's, there's all these people in the Bible, especially people that if you look at the things he did, It you can kind of look at yourself and be like, well, I'm not that bad at least, you know? Yeah. And, and like, it doesn't matter how bad or messed up you are. God can, can take that, water, that plain old water, and make it into the finest wine, it, 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 if you're obedient and diligent and consistent, like you said, Eric, in, mm-hmm. in, in the work that God's put before you.
2: Yeah, and for the new believer or the uh, person who hasn't yet really been introduced to Christ, um, there has to at least be that willingness that I talked about before. You know, they, mm-hmm. they have to be willing to listen. You know, I've had several experiences in my life where I've had close friends or family that— uh Never got to that point, you know, to up until then in their life, they had just been unwilling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, just through trying to witness gently, um, you know, over a period of years, finally saw the willingness open up in them. And then that, that's where, you know, the Holy Spirit takes over. Mm-hmm. Once you, you know, if, if you can just get them to agree to be at least open-minded to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God will do the rest. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, exactly. He can soften hearts. Certainly, I'm not saying yeah. He can't. You know, uh, encourage willingness
1: in a right. person, but uh, that, but He that's, wants that's that of us. He step. He wants us to to give that willingness, right? Sure. Like, and, and yeah. like you said, He uh, there are moments where He will just He'll step in and, and soften a heart, but but I think it's that you know that free will aspect that He He wants us to to want to soften our heart and listen and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so it's so true though when that, when that when that softening happens, man, the Holy Spirit just steps in and does crazy things.
2: Awesome to mm-hmm. to see that happen in someone, you know, or even in myself, you know. It Absolutely. happens to this day where yeah. I find myself hard-hearted on one subject.
1: Yeah, that's so true. And,
2: you know, it was a uh, it, it's I've seen it happen time and time again in my own life as well as those close to me.
0: Mhm. Yeah, and um one thing that I could have thought about throughout it is, um, you know, how we can exemplify Jesus' example of, you know, meeting these people where they are. This was a tradition that they they had uh, with the the wedding. And so using that miracle to step into something that they already were familiar with and they already kind of saw that happened as far as, you know, this is something that, that happens at the 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 wedding. You know, you you have this wine and everything. And I'm not super, you know, sure, but as far as, like, you know, with the people that he's talking to or the people that John is, is talking to here, they probably were familiar with some of, like, the Greek gods and everything. Mm, I think the yeah. uh, god of wine, I forget. Um, was it Dion- Dionysus? It like, sounds... R- okay. Yeah, ringing a bell. But, um, so I was thinking, you know, they, they probably have heard something similar as far as, you know, these miracles and kind of, it probably sparked their, you know, their thought process of being, you know, ex, you know, introduced to to something like that. Right. So, that yeah. so that, that that he could step in and really, you know, get into their lives. So that's, it makes me feel like, you know, we find ways to step into people's lives, you know, in different ways, in, you know, roundabout ways that help us to Enter that that foot door that that we're able to get into their lives so that Jesus can use us mm, in their lives. Um, right, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's <laughs> finding
1: that that gap, right? <laughs> any any gap <laughs> that exactly. you can Get into <laughs> yeah.
0: If it's something that God feels like it, you feel like God's tugging in your heart to talk to this person, mm. finding ways to have common ground, to have these these ways that where where you can you know, speak to them and not just talking above, you know, at them on a pedestal yes, yeah, and, um, definitely. you know, using it that way. Yeah, but, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and even if your best is uh, a lot of stammering and stuttering and um, or <laughs> not, I don't know what to say yet, uh-huh. um, you know, in, in witnessing to another person, that's that's still your best, Yeah, and God will honor that. Yeah,
1: and it'll get better. Yep. And Moses, <laughs> he used Moses, yep. he stuttering, stumbling Moses, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah, the Holy Spirit can do Awesome, awesome things through us when we when we're willing. Like you said, I think that's kind of the the key to it, right? Willingness is we've been using that word a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's that willingness to be obedient, that willingness to listen, that willingness to to do <laughs> whatever it is we're being asked, no matter how weird it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Carry these hundred and forty pound buckets of water okay. up and, and show it to the party master. It's like <laughs> exactly. okay, just just do it.
0: He'll yeah. bless it. Exactly. Definitely. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. We'll uh, continue next week going through the book of John. Sorry, before before, we end it, I do want to say... Go I, I found, found it?
1: the verse I was thinking of. <laughs> it just happened to be that was the International Brit translation that oh, I said. All right, good. It's actually a Chronicle, Second Chronicles fifteen seven, where it says, "But you take courage; do not let your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded." Wow. That's the one I was thinking of. But I just blessed Very are good. the hands that toil. That's easier to say, <laughs> right? I like my translation. <laughs> I'm just I like.
2: I like. I, I can't remember where I heard this. Right. It was. Uh, I, I don't remember if it was in service or on the radio or where I heard this, but it was. Uh, God doesn't want to hear you praying for a hole while you're standing there leaving, leaning on a sho- shovel. <laughs> yeah. mm, that's so good. That's good. That's, <laughs> that's right. something I don't want to
1: hear, but yeah, that's fine. That's I don't like manual labor. <laughs> I do it because I have to, but man, right. if I can afford, like if I can pay the lawn guy, I'll pay the long guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, good stuff, guys. Thank you again for, for joining us. Uh, we'll continue next week, but until then, have a great week.
1: Yeah.